Gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome. Hello, everybody. I'm just answering people in the chat. Um, hey, we got a bunch of people. That's awesome. <laughs> Tessa, open the door with Grizzly and Bob Hartman. Hello, Catherine. Catherine, how you doing there? Lady Wolf. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Which I don't know if I'm spelling this right. <laughs> Don't forget, you can support us by sending stars to help earn more money to make more content, ladies and gentlemen. And we got Crazy Witch coming around the corner and up to the gate. And we're getting ready to start Crazy Witch. Yes. Do we say hi Lady to everybody? Is there yes, a Robin Russell. in the chat? I don't know. Somebody said hi to Robin, but I don't see. Maybe it's a Facebook. Oh, hi, Kelly. Here comes Kelly. I don't Kelly. see a Robin. Did I miss a Robin? Maybe they Robin, thought Robin, I was Robin because they said... They said hi, Grizzly and Robin. Maybe they thought I was Robin. That's okay. <laughs> hey, Vicky. Right. Hi, Vicky. Oh, cool. Yeah. Vicky. Awesome. Yeah. So, what we got going on today, Bar? Today we have Jennifer Appleton back. Um, if you recall, she is the the such a fun lady that has all kinds of cryptids and elementals and um, Bigfoot and dogman everything going on um on her property she uh is the one that had showed us that great video that you noticed the two um you, we think bigfoot right coming out of the portal remember that that oh, video yeah, and then yeah. the one was like running around during the thunderstorm um so yeah so she's yep. coming back and and because she also has um she also has had a lot of experience with ufos and aliens and the paranormal you're you love it. Yeah, you're your favorite. So yeah. I'm like, oh I got, we gotta have you back. We couldn't do that all in one show. So yeah. So that's hi Lauren. Oh all right. Let's go ahead and bring her on. Um Jennifer, welcome to the show. Welcome back. How you doing? Fine. How you guys hey, doing? Hey Jennifer, how are you, hon? Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, well, uh, what happened? She was the pokey didn't shake it all back. There she goes. And here she comes. How you doing there? All right. Welcome back. We're so excited to have you. Are you doing I'm glad good? Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Good. good. Y'all have a good fourth? Yeah, I did. Oh, How yeah. about you? Wonderful. Yeah. Quiet good. day. It was a wonderful day. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we're finally getting some heat out here in the Pacific Northwest. It's like 88 degrees, which is hot for us. And I'm like, oh, I'm sweating. <laughs> We're like 88 degrees with a heat index of 110, 115. So humidity is lovely in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. That's like regular day in the in the south or a cooler day probably in the south for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've so, been um, heat here. Yeah. <laughs> I lived, yeah. I told you I lived in I lived in Tennessee and it was um that was one of the things that I never really got quite got used to was how hot it gets in the in the summertime. Right. Well, we have three decent seasons anyway. Yeah, yeah, and you do, and it's beautiful. That's for sure. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I know with us, uh, you know, talking to each other and and messaging, you have all kinds of things. Like I had said, um, if anybody watched the show last time you were on, there were, um, my gosh, so many examples that you have of cryptids and Bigfoot and dogmen and. And um, so now we also are today going to talk about UFOs. Do you have experience with UFOs? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, ever my goodness. Since, ever since I was very, very young. <gasps> okay, well, then, hey, let's just 
just get right into it and however, you, whatever you want to tell us about. All right. One of my first memories is I'm very small and I'm actually standing in a baby bed in a bedroom. It was very, very dark. And there was a bright light coming through a window that's sealed, nailed shut, covered in plastic. And, and then four entities bust through. And I remember hearing myself scream and then just seeing a bright light. And I was probably nine, 10 months old at the time. My father, wow. uh, in, back in 72 and 73, he's what you would call a UFO chaser. They was before they had to move on. So he and a bunch of his friends would go around investigating uh, sightings of Bigfoot and UFOs and anything that was unusual in the Middle Tennessee area and other states as well. So I think that might have been a part of the draw that's caused all of this activity and throughout my entire life. Um, um, I've got oh, multiple occasions of missing time. One where I was even put under hypnosis to bring it back because it was it was extremely traumatic. Um, I was 19 and I had left my home in Murfreesboro and I was driving to Mount Juliet to see my father. And we had a dinner date, a house full of guests waiting. And uh, there's a bridge that you cross. It's called Hobson Pike Bridge. It's a very, it's a very long bridge. It goes over Percy Priest Lake. Mm-hmm. And I remember bumping onto the bridge. The radio was on. It was daylight. My three-year-old son was behind me playing with his bottle. Music was on. And when I bumped off the bridge, it was dark. He was asleep. The radio was off and my car lights were on. Well, instantly, after years of abductions, my mind went, they got me. Wonder how for long. You know, this is back before the day of cell phones, so I couldn't call anyone. All I could do was just continue on to Mount Juliet and make with Dad. Wow. But when I arrived, he was furious. And I said, whoop, stop. I said, they got me when I, sometime between the time I bumped onto Hobson Pike Bridge and when I bumped off. And I couldn't remember anything, but I had two hours missing time. So later on, one of his associates that was also investigating UFOs and and, uh, sightings of Bigfoot was certified and licensed to do hypnosis. So he put me under. And we were able to bring back that when I came midway to the bridge, they had been under the bridge in a small dislike ship and it came up came over the bridge picked me up went back under the bridge and, and just cloaked and i was faced with three beings that looked like humans except they were gigantic in size very very large i would say at least 10 feet tall but other than that looked perfectly human except they were older um, they had very curly beards, long beards. They were dressed in like a leotard body bodysuit type. It was like a light blue or grayish blue in color with a long vest like that went to the floor over it and then with a silver belt. I remember that clearly. I remember the one that seemed to be the leader had gray hair and a gray beard. And he had the most vibrant blue eyes I have ever seen. It's almost like they were lights. They were just so vibrant blue. And then, then there was one on either side of him. And they told me that I was coming up on a time in my life when they didn't know whether my soul was going to choose to stay or go. And they said there, that my bloodline had to continue. So they harvested my eggs. And then when they were finished, they deposited me back into my car, which they had made car and all. Just put me back on the bridge and away to daddy as I went. My memories just totally erased. Now, when you've been dealing with abduction scenarios your entire life, and I'm 57, and this started when I was young, my baby, oh my 
sooner or later, those memories start to come back to you and they'll come back to you as in dreams and they'll wake you up. You'll have night sweats, night terrors, and you'll sit straight up and you'll remember, oh, wait a minute. That's not a dream. This is memories coming back. This happened to me. And the way you know it is really memories is you've still got the scars on your body that they left behind. Usually like a triangle shaped cut, mm -hmm. straight cuts, or I've gotten well, put, I've taken pictures of things I've taken out of my body that got inflamed oh. and infected and actually had to dig out of my head a very round ball, this perfectly round sphere that my body was just like it expelled it. So it's been a harrowing experience my entire life dealing with this. You know, I, I sent you a video of an alien watching me in my back door and mm -hmm. I knew they were going to take me that night. There was nothing I could do other than defiantly stand there and videotape him. Mm -hmm. The whole time he's telling me in my mind, you can't get me like that. I'm thinking, yes, I can. I did. I got you. But they took me that night too, and they hurt me pretty bad that night. Um, How long ago was that, Jennifer? That the video that, that you that one was done in uh, 2018. Okay. And then they came back again in 2020. Uh, 2020, about I think it was November the seventh of 2020. My best friend across the street he called me. He said, "Jen, I don't know what's going on over your house, but the stars are switching places in the sky." And he sent me like a 15 minute. A 15 second video and I said okay so I lifted the clock I put my phone on video record held it to my chest and walked out my back door well according to the phone I only recorded for a minute in two seconds but I was gone for a hour and 45 minutes oh wow and in that video before they get the phone turned off you see everything start spinning you can hear the Sasquatches and the dogmen erupting and you can hear running and running for me and then you can see I get light cues whizzed by my face and then a wand of light came over my head and down like this and then i dropped and i'm being i've caught they've caught me and they're dragging me off the porch and that's when the phone stopped recording but i got a minute of it anyway and i got a, i got a picture of um a claw like hand looked very reptilian that was out of that video and um the wand they used over my head I got a good shot of one of their faces, uh, just gray. Yeah, so again, they don't think that we're smart enough to catch them in the act, but if we just think beforehand, we can catch them. And I can say, hey, yeah, look, this happened to me on this day, and I've got this much proof. Mm -hmm. Not to mention all the, I had dislocated shoulders, I had a leg I couldn't walk on for some reason, oh I'm covered God. in bruises, I was covered in cuts. Wow. They took samples of skin from lower area of my body, and it was the triangle set cuts. Oh. So it took me months to heal from that one. And wow. there's no way that you can go to a hospital because I live here alone with my husband. So they're going to see these type of injuries, and they're going to put him mm -hmm. in jail. Mm -hmm. And he would never lay a hand on me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't touch me. He loves me too much. Aww. But I've got bruises all over my body. I've been assaulted. Oh, and terrible. all I've got is a, uh, a short video, a minute and two seconds, to mm -hmm. prove anything at all happened other mm -hmm. than the effects I had on my body and the mm -hmm. memories that I had. And it was um, it was the same ones that, that took me before, off to the bridge. It was the tall whites. 
But with them, this time, also were two other entities. One that looked reptilian, except for his face. His face really didn't look reptilian. It looked more cat-like. And, um, oh. and then it was the smaller greys altogether. And what was really amazing to me was listening to the video over and over and over. I can hear the, the Sasquatch family, my friends that have watched over me all my life. And I can hear the dogman beings that I'm just getting acquainted with all racing in. You can hear them howling, screeching, and, and shouting. And you can hear them clearing the fences. And then it sounds like their bodies are dropping. But oh. it's a, if whatever technology that they use can mm -hmm. even put them on the ground unconscious. Oh, wow. What, what, do we, what chance do we have fighting against them? Right, right. I've been... And then I have memories that come back off. That we have some. Um, I just want to ask you. There's some questions in the. Um, I'm. Did they? Uh, Norma said. Did they ask you if they could take your eggs? No. No. They did not ask. They made. It was, it was matter of fact statement. Mm -hmm. Your soul. We do not know whether or not it's going to choose to stay or go. And your bloodline must continue. And we are harvesting your eggs. And that was the end of the subject. Boom, I'm on a table, and then I'm fading in and out, and they harvested my eggs at that time. Wow. Um, gosh, that's, I, I just, of course, that I, was that the, did, is that the three guys that you said, or was that a team, another that team? That was three. Of, that was three, the three, do men, you think, three elders. They, I saw the three elders. Were they, um, do you think they were, like, uh, posing as, what am I trying to say? Like uh, make it, making themselves appear like human-like? No, that's what they really look like. Okay. That's exactly what they look like. They look, All right. they look human. They're just gigantic in size. Wow. They're okay. Asian. Uh, there's, there's two that I've seen. They have darker skin. Okay. Uh, I have seen those before and they're usually with them, but for the most part, most of them are just Caucasian males. It's exactly okay. what they look like. They're not trying to fool me. They know mm -hmm. it's, it's useless at this point to even try to fool me. Wow. Um, in uh, 2014, I want to say it was 2014, my birthday, we've been, my, me and my best friend have been in Mississippi for a week helping, his fa helping her father uh, remove personal items of her mother's from her home because her mother had just passed away. Oh. Well, Cherie rode down there with me in my vehicle, but coming home, she rode home in her mother's her mother's vehicle, she'd, she'd given her a Cadillac in, in a wheel. So she was driving home. She was in front of me. And I'm in my SUV. We're coming through Memphis, rush route traffic at 530 in the afternoon. Mm. And we're merging into all these lanes where all the interstates come together. And then we're still, still got to merge on to 40 to continue on to Nashville. And I instantly, and this is a trigger, and I have learned this. When I, I got really tense and I got agitated. And I, and I just could not understand where that agitation was coming from. The next thing I know, as I'm merging into this lane, and it's bumper to bumper, eight, eight, eight lanes of traffic. The next thing I know, Sheree and I are driving down the interstate, and it's pitch black at night, and car lights are on. So I flashed my lights at her. And we got off on that next exit at Denny's. And she said, I feel funny. I said, you ought to. Look at your watch. An hour and 45 minutes later, we're standing there. I said, what's the last thing you remember? And she said, I saw a flash of green light. I said, I saw a flash of white light. I said, they got us in. 
they got us together. They picked up two vehicles, both of us, because we were traveling together in eight lanes of traffic, elbow deep in traffic. It's rush hour time in Memphis, if you can imagine. Picked us right up off the road and then deposited us 18 miles down the road and it's dark at night. We only traveled 18 miles in all that time. Did That's you, what they can do. Because I was right in front of Sheree what? following her Cadillac and they got both vehicles. That's so scary. Never made the news either. And you would think uh, of yeah. all traffic, somebody would have seen a large ship pick up two vehicles. But it happened. And then they proceeded to follow us all the way back to Nashville where she lived to her home. I'm sitting outside holding her dog, screaming her to come out. Sheree, please come out as a ship comes down the Right beside her house was where the power lines ran. So it was a really good clearing there. It ran halfway across, you know, how how wide and deep they are when they, it's just mm -hmm. a stretch where the power lines are. And it was coming right down just above the power lines, not making a sound. It was filling that entire area. And it was a cube. It was shaped like a cube. Oh. And I kept screaming, Sheree, please, Sheree, please. In fact, her house at that time was only a few miles from the national um, Nashville International Airport. So I'm thinking y'all are really brazen. Already you picked this up in the middle of rush hour traffic and daylight, set us back down in the dark, followed us all the way down I-40 to Antioch, and now you're creeping down this alleyway above these power lines just to say, hey, look, here we are, it happened. Wow. I can remember seeing Sheree's car parked in front of me in a large dock, like a docking area. Okay. And then mine was pulled right up to hers. I saw two of the tall whites reach in and grab her out. She was unconscious and drag her away. And then two of the small grades that I say are just soulless robots reached in and, and grabbed me and it broke loose. They oh. somehow did not have control of me and I started fighting. Oh. And I, I grabbed a walking stick that I'd had in the back seat of my car and I went to town. And I, I was fighting with about four of them, and somebody came up behind me and hit me right here in the back of my head really hard, and down I went. Wow. The next thing I can remember, and this is without being under hypnosis, this is just the next day, the memory's coming back. As I sit up, I'm in a room that's solid white. Mm -hmm. There's a tall white dressed like us, dressed in blue jeans and tennis shoes and a nice shirt. When he had nice short dark hair, and he had those, but he had those same uh, spellbinding eyes, most beautiful blue. They're almost white. They're so blue, and they're just shiny. And he looked at me, and I looked down, and I said, "You put my bra on backwards, and my boobs are going out." And I just busted out laughing. And he busted out laughing. And then he said something in another language to whoever was behind me, and I felt a tap. And then all I remember after that is light and then waking up oh, in the truck. Gosh. So I had enough of the memories to put together basically what happened. But it never fails. Like clockwork, the day before or the day of my birthday, I have a visit. Oh, wow. And this was March the 21st of that year, and my birthday was the next day. Wow. Wow. Never, never fails like clockwork. What do you think that's, what's the significance I just, do not. I don't wow. know. I wish. I wish I knew. Yeah. I do not know. I was so special about my bloodline. What that they have to harvest my eggs? Well, did I hear they you? They harvest women's eggs all the time. That was baloney. 
Yeah. Why? I heard you say, is it, is it the, um, you have, is it a negative? Is that I have, your blood? I have a negative RH negative blood. Yeah. See, that's, um, that's what I have too. And, but I, and I had been told it's some sort of, you know, maybe nobody knows where it came from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so we're <laughs> orphans, I guess. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They so just, I don't know, don't know if, where the RH negative came from. Is that what it, yeah. Is that what they were so, you know, that's what they're so interested. Can you explain, um, I'm not familiar with, I'm not really, uh, with like the, the grays versus the whites. Can you explain what's the difference? The grays, and there's two sets of grays that I have met. Okay. And one is the shorter ones. They're about three and a half, about three and a half feet tall because they're shorter than I am. Very slender, very, they move very spider-like and they have the large heads and the almond-shaped eyes. Okay. Um, those are the ones I, I call just the soulless robots. They mm. have, it's like they're programmed to do one thing and one thing only. They have no conscience. They have no empathy. They have no sympathy. It's just like looking into empty darkness, looking into their eyes. The taller grays are, they're, they're almost white. They have the steel, the, the larger head and the larger eyes. They have a smaller nose and, and more lip than the, the short grays. The little grays just have a slit and basically just have two nostrils. Mm. But um, the taller grays seem to be scientific. They're very scientific. They're, um, they're the ones that want to cut you up and see what, what makes what work. Okay. The ones that are I call the elders are really the ones that are in charge. And um, whatever that purpose of what they're doing with, with us, I have no clue. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I think that we're just an absolute experiment to them. And that they, and I, I feel like they follow families. Um, my father had abduction experiences when he was a young boy. My great-grandmother was a Native American. And she, she said the little people came to her at night when she slept and would talk to her in her dreams. But when she described the little people, she was describing the grace. So absolutely, they follow the families and they follow blood banks. And for what purpose? Is it to help us to evolve to a higher uh, level of consciousness? Mm -hmm. Or is mm -hmm. it just for their benefit? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't have the answer to that. I wish I did. Yeah, right, right. Um, someone had asked in the, in the chat, um, how many times do you think you've been um, abducted? I know it's numerous, but you give it a... Yep. Um, I couldn't count. I've had a lot of birthdays. Wow. Um, I know that I was abducted in 2013, 2014. I had a visit in 2015. Oh. That's the visit I'll tell you about. I'm asleep in the bed, and I sat straight up in bed, ran through the window as if it wasn't there. And I'm running through the air and I'm running until my feet touch the ground. And then I run through a gate and a fence and I turn and I run all the way to the end of the horse pasture where there's a large ship sitting. And my father is standing there in front of the ship and he's nothing but a bathrobe on. Because my father just lived right at the end of my driveway. And as I turn the corner, the tall, dark headed one that I told you that had the blue jeans on that laughed at me over the bra situation, he mm -hmm. stomped me. And he leaned down and he grabbed me. And he picked me up in his arms, just like double arms, just like this. And I put my arms around his neck because I recognized him. He said, go to sleep. You don't need to hear this. 
And as he's turning to take me into the ship, the elder, the oldest elder, the gray-haired one, the one with the really nice gray beard and the curly hair, same mm -hmm. one that was on the ship when uh, I was 19. Okay. He's, oh, wow. he's belittling and berating my father. You don't love this. And he said, yeah. you have failed in what you promised that you would do. You promised me before my return that she would be dead and she's still alive. Oh. Talking about me. Oh my gosh. And he said, you're going to pay for your insolence. Three months later, my dad died. Just <gasps> suddenly, just suddenly became ill. They put him in the hospital, put a few stents in his neck, one in his heart. His lungs kept filling with fluid. They could make it stop. He suffered for two weeks before he passed away. Oh. And uh, the visits since then have just intensified and gotten worse. Mm. So what kind of deal did he have with the devil? Is he, my question on that. Mm, I mean, he didn't tell you. He didn't tell you what? No. He had no memory of it. Well, most people think it was just a dream the way I came up out of the bed and went through the window, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when I woke up the next morning and threw the blankets off of my feet, they're covered in mud oh and God. cut grass. And I have stickers wow. in my feet from running through that pasture barefoot. Wow. So it happened. It was real. Just as real yeah. as me sitting here. Did so your father did have a did he remember that? Did your father have a memory of that? No. He had no, no memory of it. Okay. No. Yeah. And, but that was wow. deliberate. They wanted me to remember it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they did not want him to. And then that's a, that's a thing. The memories I have are because they are allowed. Mm. Not because I want to have them. It's mm -hmm. only because they allow it to happen. Okay. Their purpose, I do not know. Why they wanted me dead, I do not know. But uh, about a year ago, I was home visiting with my mother. And we're sitting on the front porch and just out of, out of a sudden, my father came into the, to the subject. And they had been divorced for 30 years. Oh. Not on very good terms. And uh, she said, out of the blue, you know, I couldn't get pregnant. So your father found a place in Columbia to where I went every day for a week to get a shot. And then instantly I got pregnant with you. Oh. I'm like, mother, you realize you're talking about 1965, right? Yeah. I don't know of any fertility clinics that existed in 1965 and i researched it i can't find anything but supposedly in her mind in her memory that there was a place somewhere in columbia tennessee wow no not that i can find wow that's a, that's a seeded planted memory and they're good at that okay i have a memory of uh being six years old and I'm in a bed, and my bed is in the same bedroom as my parents, and mom and dad are asleep. And I hear a noise, and I roll over, and I'm looking up at one of those tall whites, one that looks human. And he's looking at me like, I hate to turn my head off, I guess because I woke up and saw him. So I covered my head up really quick, but I took a peek under the cover. I could see over at mama's and daddy's bed, and I could see four of those smaller grapes, the soulless ones, had levitated her up out of the bed and taking her out of the house. And I lay there and shiver, just shivering, just in total absolute fear. I'm only six years old. Yeah. Until oh. I hear them re-enter the house. They brought her back in, put her back on the bed. Well, at the time, Mother wore a wiglet because she had really thin hair. And they didn't know, apparently, how to put it back on. So they had it taken the hair pins and put it inside the wiglet and laid the wiglet on the floor right oh. the bed. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Nine months later, my brother came along. Is that a coincidence? Who knows? Oh my gosh. Oh. Wow. 
how yeah who knows wow it's uh, the 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 um chat is just going crazy with people saying you know they're they're just we have we do we have questions grizzly i i'm like wow but they're saying like you know they feel so terrible for you um somebody said are they still taking you now lady wolf ask are they still taking you now yes they and they're angry they're angry with me because i won't stop talking wow um, they do not want me talking about any of this. They don't want any of you to know anything that I know. And, you know, mm, against, yeah. against sage advice, you know, I'm doing it. I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Um, has, Catherine wants to know, has anything uh, similar happened to your husband? My husband was attacked. Oh. One night they, had, they, they were in the bed. It was a, the human ones. And one had his hand on me. I'm sure he's fixing to take me because I could not move. I was awake, but I could not move at all. Mm -hmm. And Bobby was wrestling, running to sleep, trying to wake up. And they reached over and grabbed. Their hands are so big. My husband's six foot two. And they grabbed one hand over both of his knees. And then his body just started to vibrate, just like quiver. Just so fast, I can't even do it with my hands. His whole body. That's really all I remember about that night. The next morning I wake up, both my husband's knees are blown out. He's had two knee surgeries and one knee replacement because of that incident. Whoa. And oh they my. So when was yeah. that? What year was that? What year that was that? um well he just had his knee surgery this past December. Yeah. I remember so it that. happened uh, in around March wow. of last year. Around my birthday of last year. Wow. He was waking up. He said he heard a sound and he was trying to wake up to get to me because he felt like I was in danger. And then, oh. then he couldn't remember anything. Well, I guess not the way they were shaking him, but they were using yeah. energy. And just mm. laid the palm of their hand flat on his knees mm -hmm. and his whole entire body was shaking and quivering like it was. I've just never seen anything like it. Wow. wow. So, yes, they do bother my husband. Do you have any questions, Grizzly? No, we'll be right back after this commercial. Okay. is one strong and touch yep. woman to hear all that she goes through god bless uh, i couldn't deal with it there's no way very interesting so yeah um, don't have a choice there's no choice to it that's 
that's that's true they're, you they're, yeah. your free will is taken care of with their technology mm -hmm. and the, abil the abilities they have with their mind you think that the sasquatch abilities they have to manipulate energy in the, and do with their mind speak is something is nuts compared to these things wow and they're controllers mm -hmm. you remember i told you i'm a firm believer in the hollow earth theory well the elders tell me that they come from another dimension which they access through our core of our earth. So absolutely believe in that hollow earth theory. Okay. Somebody in the chat had asked, Kath had asked, um, do you know what planet they come from? No. What planet? No. Okay. No. no. Um, and, and then somebody else had said they're probably, um, wait, what was that? That was a good point. They probably were upset because they don't want you to, you know, they're very upset. They don't want sharing me all this. They don't want me sharing any information that I have. Wow. Um, let's see. Just and trying. I told them as long as they're going to continue to harass me and my family, I will keep talking and I will keep taking videos and I will keep sharing them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they put me, they put me um, on my butt for a year oh. from abuse and harming me just, just recently. And that's when I said, I have had enough. Mm -hmm. They bothered my father and took him for years too until he had a bisectomy and it stopped. So I thought all my nightmares had ended when I was 27 and I had a hysterectomy. Nope. No. Didn't stop it. Mm. Now, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely ask your questions. That's what she's yes. here for. Yes. So, yep. Yeah. Ask away. If yeah. I know answer, I will feel, I will, I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. It's just me trying to keep up with everybody's comments. Yeah. So, I, I got different monitors. I'm trying to watch the live feed to my right here. So I'm just a lot Standing of things. I'm, yes. Down says, tell her I was pretty much under a UFO in 1971 with another kid. I was 16. I did not see it come or go. How would I know if I have any missing time or does an event like that set you up for, I think, does he mean abilities? I'm not sure what that. Yeah, or, abilities, I guess. The only way to find out if you have missing time, if you didn't have any recollection of a time change from like daylight to dark would be hypnosis. Okay. Would okay. be my suggestion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, I saw a huge ship in uh, 91 or 92. I was riding with three other people back and forth to work at the time. I was still working at Nissan. And I was living in Lewisburg. So it was a 45 minute commute and we all rode together and we got to Triune it's an intersection, four-way stop, and you turn and go down 90, 96 short ways to hit Amarillo Road. Everybody, as we get to try again, all the traffic is stopped, and everybody is looking up. And, I'm, of course, I'm looking up, and it's one of the largest ships I have ever seen. It was shaped like a kite, and this thing had to be the size of at least three football fields in width and length. It was huge, and it was just above the power lines. So... I stepped out and I was the only one of all these vehicles that are stopped all four directions that stepped out to watch this thing did not make a sound. You could see portals, portholes, couldn't see any people. It wasn't very thick as far as depth wise as in comparison to its length and its width, but it was silver. Um, it was like dark, very dark on the underside, like a cloaking dark. Mm. But above that, you could see the actual hill. And it floated right over the entire intersection, just very, very slowly, and then just slightly banked toward where I was going, my workplace, Nissan, and shot off like just, just instantly gone. It was just wow. like 
and they were saying, hey, just letting you know, we're still watching. Oh, and you uh, said a bunch of people saw that, but they didn't get out. You think a lot. Oh. They were terrified. And the one, my, my riders were threatening to leave me if I didn't get back in the car. I said, <laughs> you dummy, you really think the car's going to protect you? If they yeah. wanted us, they have all four of us right oh, there gosh. in their little docking area, car and all. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So it's just been one thing after another my entire life with these beings. And I do know that in some cases they use the Sasquatch people to gather you and take you up to their ships and then bring you back. Not all the Sasquatch people are free. Some are mm. still held in bondage and still forced to work for the elders and the grace collecting specimens. And to them, we are just specimens. We're a number or we're a symbol somewhere in one of their huge quantum computers, but that's all we are. So you said that some, um, how, how did that, how does that work? You know, like, um, you said some are still in bondage. Were they all in bondage at one point or no? At one point they were when they originally brought here to this world. And then back before dinosaurs were destroyed, and I wonder how that happened now. Um, <sighs> they were brought here from their own world and oh. they were uh, enslaved to build cities, to dig gold, to dig mines, to be slave labor. Hmm. And then it was decided that they were no longer be slave labor. They were, they rebelled. And, um, and that's when supposedly humans were created to be a slave worker race. But then they were given free will. God took over them. So hmm. we evolved out of that slave mentality, that slave race. But yeah, some of them are still enslaved to them. Hmm. They sure are. My first time my father ever saw a Sasquatch was on a flying saucer. And to his dying day, he just called them flying saucers. That's what he'd always call them. But wow. he was on a ship. He was picked up. And uh, in our, we lived in Marshall County, Tennessee at the time. And uh, there was a little place up there called Yell Hill. And they picked him up there once. And then they got him once on the way to Spring Hill, Tennessee. But the, when he saw the Sasquatch, he said it was the biggest being he's ever seen in his life, and he was absolutely petrified. petrified. Wow. And Dad was working with, the ones that working with him were the tall braids. He never saw the human-like ones that I have seen. And they, they told him through mental telepathy, he, you're in no danger. He will not harm you. He will not move. He's just here for you to do it, for you to, to get to know this type of being, because he will become known to you in your life. Wow. And Dad walked all the way around him looking him up and down. And like I said, my father was six foot and he said, Sissy, I had my head bent all the way back. Just wow. to see him. he was that, that tall. Mm -hmm. He said, I've never seen anything that gigantic in my life. Wow. He said he was jet black and he described um Bigfoot. Oh he said it, it was he said, now they're called Yetis. And according to the elders and the other greys that I've tangled with in the past, they refer to them as Yetis. Which would make sense, you know, coming from the holy Himalayan monks are so mentally in tune with their surroundings, mm -hmm. they would know mm -hmm. the proper name of these beings. Oh, and I they see. call them Yetis. Wow, okay. And some um, of the words have been broken down to Cantonese and Chinese that they speak in their language, so it doesn't surprise me. Oh, wow. Um, Lady Wolf had a question. Do um do you ask them anything and do they answer you or do they just get 
you know, angry. The aliens get yeah. very angry. They don't like to be questioned. As far their mentality with women is uh, very backwards. Mm -hmm. They uh, women to them should be submissive, quiet, mm -hmm. subservient. Mm -hmm. uh, lower your <laughs> eyes, go to a knee. You know, you don't stand there and ask questions or talk back. Wow. And you know, one of uh, the biggest. I've been backhanded several times when I'm on ship because if I would just flat tell them, you put me in the wrong place yeah. in Tennessee in the United States to be raised if you wanted me to be compliant and subservient yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. You screwed up royally because it would never happen. <laughs> <Bam>. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was something. So um, Kath had said, did you see the flying? Wonder what that. What what is that? Avatars. Sorry, can't spell. Do you know what she's talking about, Grizzly? What Kath was talking about? No, I do not. Okay. I don't know what that. I mean, it looks like Avatar, but I. That's not. I mean, kind of not. I don't know. Uh, um, Vicky uh, or Standing Stone. Um, Vicky. Uh, oh, he's saying. I swear on my mother's grave that I also ran into the same kid. Oh, he must be talking about something. About yeah, when he was, when he saw the um, the ship, the the spaceship above them. I'm sorry. Okay, um, and let's see if there's anything else. Oh, Kat said that she saw. I remember another person said they saw uh, ships full of dead people. Oh. On the flying saw. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen or heard about? I, I have seen a ship. And it had uh, four elders on it. Um, they were ancient, though. I mean, really, really old. Um, and they took me into to the dock area on their ship, which is usually empty. It's like three huge bays that are just normally empty, they said. And they had stacked in there plastic coffins. Just, they were just lined everywhere in there. And then my mind went, I know where those came from. And they said, yeah, that's what they were for us. You remember years ago that uh, the railroad depots and places had stacks and stacks of plastic coffins, like hold like a whole family, just had them sitting there. Mm -hmm. They had those on this ship. And I said, what is this for? And they said, there's going to be an earth calamity. And it was, um, they were talking about a huge earthquake followed by a tidal wave. And it, they said it was to collect the bodies of the dead. And I didn't ask what they were going to do with the bodies. But shortly after that is when they had that really bad earthquake that hit in the, what is it? Um, well, my brain just left me. What year it happened was on Christmas. And it was earthquake oh. the ocean. They had the huge tsunami hit all the yeah, islands. Yeah. Um, like Indonesia, I believe. Yes. Something like, I mean, something, yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Right after I had that visit. Oh, wow. Long at all. It was that mm. huge earthquake that caused that tsunami. And all those hundreds of thousands of people died. Oh. And they had shown me the bodies floating in the water when they were going to collect them. So apparently, oh. but what they were going to do with those, I don't wow. know. I just don't even want to fathom the thought of it. Uh, um, Standing Stone is asking, yeah, can we share the video of the front door? And I'm going to find that and then I'll send it to you, Grizzly. Um, okay. Yeah. Have you it, Grizz? Have yeah, I'll play it. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, because yeah, we played it. I think we yes, played Lord. it last 
time. They took, I gotta figure they took out all that. my eggs that I had at the time. Oh Lauren, my gosh, eggs. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Okay. I'm going to send it to you. Now, I also have a memory of being taken up on ships many years ago. And I have all of these light-skinned children, all different ages, from teenagers to crawling, coming up to me, wanting to touch me. And when I mentally said, what are they doing? They said they just want to say hello to their mother. So oh they were literally just coming up to lightly stroke my, my hand or stroke my cheek. Oh they had almond-shaped eyes. They had very pale skin. Their hair was very thin. Um, and you could tell that the tall, the, not the tall whites, but the tall grays had spliced their genomes in with supposedly my eggs to create these children. And they just wanted to say hello. Wow. So. That's. Standing Stone says, okay, so if anyone is seeing this for the first time, watch the middle panel of the glass on the right side closely. Wow. There, up the top, yeah. But you actually see his eyes blinking. Mm -hmm. This is one of the tall grays. And they were constantly zapping my phone, make it fuzzy in and out, the focus in and out. They were doing that. And it's too loud. <laughs> but that's the night we had the conversation. You're not getting me with that device. And I said, oh, yes, I am. <laughs> and you did. Wow. There's also a being right there in the center. But the only way to, to, to tail it is to stop the video, clip out a piece of it, and lighten it considerably. And it wow. looks like a human female. Very large head, but right there in the center. She's up oh. so close to the glass, she's not, she's not showing up like that alien up there. That must be what Standing Stones was talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you said it was like, it looks like a human female? Yes. Wow. Wow. With some kind of elaborate wrap on her head. Oh. But she's right in the center of the door. Wow. Wow. That's one part of the video. It was actually a five minute video, but in order to get it uploaded, you know, you have to yeah. top of it off. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. just a piece of it. So, yeah, can you explain? So, um, so yeah, just set that up. Like, are you, you're in the house and there is. I was sitting on the couch. I'd already had my bath, gotten ready for bed, standing uh -huh. there in my gown. I was leaning over to kiss Bobby goodnight. And I happened to look out the back door and I saw him standing there. And I, I wondered why he wasn't cloaked. So I started videoing and walked over close to the door. And I'm looking him right in the eye. And I'm like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I, mentally, he said, you're not going to catch me with that. And I said, watch me, big boy. Watch me. And then I turn around and part of the video, and I say, husband, I said, Bobby, are you seeing this in the door? And he was dozing. In the, he couldn't even respond to me. So I just kept videoing it for, for about five minutes. Yeah. 
he was determined that I was not going to get him. So as soon as I finished recording, I turned it around, looked at it, hit replay, and put the phone up against the door. I said, oh. big boy, you said I couldn't get it, right? How about that? Oh, that's like, great. Yeah, they... bones, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just went out of my mind what I was going to ask you. Um, I don't know. Um, gosh. I don't know anybody. <laughs> that's wow. Wow, Jennifer. Oh, well, you said that they normally that you were surprised that they that, that they normally cloak. So what how do they what do they um what does it look like when they when they cloak they shimmer it's just like a Sasquatch cloaking. I mean it's like a um I've seen the elders do it with a robe and it's it's a dark blue and it looks just like a hooded robe and it comes up over them and encases them and it's just very wavy and silky like material and then it, it reflects any any and everything around it. Oh, and wow. there's absolutely no seeing them with these on. There's there's no detecting them at all. Okay, but it's it's actually a type of cloth that mm -hmm. the elders use. Now, as far as the other the, the grays, I do not know what they use to cloak. But literally, they can they can cloak. Now, I have seen one that had on. Uh, he had on a black, like leotard uniform, and he had. It, uh, down the sleeves, it was long sleeves. It had like little lights or like little metal mm -hmm. attachments all the way down the sleeves, mm -hmm. and they were radiating light, different colors of light. So they're manipulating with the energy our vision and the electricity and the magnetics around their bodies to cloak themselves. Okay, I've got wow. a picture of that somewhere. I have to send it to you. Yeah, yeah, because it was actually a cat person, a cat being. They oh. had a black jumpsuit, like actually, like a leotard jumpsuit. Wait, so that's is that is that is that an alien? That yeah. the cat, the cat one was, yeah. Oh my god! Very much so. Mm -hmm. Did you know this, Grizzly? That there were so oh. many. Oh. Whoa! Because we've been talking about like different things and like different entities, and mm -hmm. gosh, is it is it, it cat-like beings, and they were oh. very much. Um, they're very inquisitive, just like the grace, you know. They wow. use portals to, to come and go here now. I've never seen them on a ship, but I've seen them use portals. In wow. fact, I've got several good pictures of them coming out of portals, and you, they're just blatantly there. You can't say it's anything but a being that looks like a cat. Instead wow. of a, a dog man, you got a cat man. I mean, it's mm -hmm. exactly what it looks like. No tail. Wow. And they, they have on clothing that looks like it's materially made, snugly fit their body. It's like a full body suit, and but they've got these little electronic electrodes all the way up and down the arms and on the chest and down from the so you know it's for manipulating energy to shield with. You just know it when you look at it. But mm -hmm. interesting, the very light up on the arm that's most prevalent is red, white, and blue. I find that wow. interesting. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Wow, what a coincidence! Yeah, um, and did you um i had seen i i was listening to you on another um it was another podcast and you were saying that oh that you had a near-death experience right and then the, and then you think that's that maybe, why they took me that's why they took my ass okay two weeks later i died in a car crash and i literally died okay uh, i lost Tell us about I lost, that yeah i lost i was hit head on and we hit head on our cars bounced apart and he was moving so fast he hit me broadside Drove my car 250 feet and wrapped it around an oak tree. Well, I didn't have my seatbelt on. So my head took out the windshield and the first lick and the steering column with my chest. 
second lick, my head took out the passenger's window. And then when it wrapped me around the tree, I went out the driver's window. So I had three complete skull fractures right across the top of my oh, head. Whoa. Uh, fractured two vertebrae in my neck and two in my upper back. Collapsed both lungs. Lost the use of my right arm. Had to learn how to walk again. Talk again. It was a lot of fun. Well, oh. what added, what made it even worse is as I'm I'm dying, and I know I'm dying, and I'm at the car wreck, and I can hear these two voices coming up to me. And I heard one of them say, this one's a goner. And I heard mm -hmm. another voice say, yeah, ma'am, just let her go. And then I heard a third voice say, get her out of that GD car and get her out now. Well, come find out, it was a state trooper. And he actually even worked, he worked the, the accident scene. He, he followed me to the hospital. He stayed with me, held my hand, talking to me until my father got there. I had been completely scalped. So I had this teeny tiny piece of skin right here on my forehead holding my scalp on, but my scalp oh. was over my face. So when my dad got there, he thought my face was gone. So he Oh, my gosh. Make it worse, they gave me universal donor blood, and I'm type-specific, and mm -hmm. that instantly started affecting all my organs. They, all my organs started shutting down, so they put me in a medically induced coma, stitched my head back together, still all that glass in it, and just told my father, she just pray. She's in CCU, and I stayed in CCU for two weeks. But I died so many times, they lost count. And each and every time I would die, I would jump into that light. And it was the most beautiful light that you can imagine. The place where I was going, you cannot imagine or describe the, the depth of love there because love is the only emotion that is prevalent or exists there. Is it even the love a mother has for her child, even her love for her newborn child, doesn't compare to the feeling and intensity of the emotions you feel in this place. And it was a place of beautiful, vibrant light, light of every color. And in between me and my previous family members, some of them I even recognized, was this river of light. And it literally flowed like a river. But it was energy. Every color of the rainbow, but muted, like in pastels. And gold and silvers all intertwined. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I was so determined to get to them, I would jump into this river and sink up to my chest and start trying to wade through it. And it just, I remember feeling, I remember telling daddy it felt like warm pudding, fresh off the stove. And you just put it in a bowl and it's just gotten warm enough to eat. That's what it felt like being in this energy. It literally embraced you. And it was just warm feeling and thick. And halfway across each time, a large entity, a being of most beautiful light I've ever seen. What's getting between me and them saying, no, you still have work to do. You have to go back. Nope. Mm -mm. And he would push me back and I'd go back into my body. And I but I would never would come out of the, the coma and wake up. And then I would die again. And I was right back in there, you know, fighting with this entity. It felt like forever. You know, and I got so mad at this beautiful being because it wouldn't let me stay there. I mean, I was mad at the world and everybody in it for a year after I woke up. But not because of the injuries I had, but because I had to leave that place. Mm -hmm. If anybody wants to know what heaven's like, ask uh -huh. me. I know I've been there. It was wonderful. I, that's amazing. I found that so comforting. It yeah, is, it was Thank very you. comforting. Oh but my when you're in that light, it's like you're in part of a, a collective consciousness. Yeah, and you know everything and everyone that has ever been, that is, or that will ever be. Oh wow! You're plugged into that over overwhelming, mm. all-knowing knowledge of everything. Wow. So, okay, yeah, so, so, so that's just 
Oh, yeah. Somebody had taken the blew that up. So where's the woman? She's right in the center. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've got a, a really good picture of her where you, you can even see she has lipstick on. I mean, it's so it's such a oh good picture. Gosh. But it will change with every clip in that video. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. So thank you for doing that. Who, who gave us? Oh, Lauren. Thank you. Or Lorene. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's been yeah, a I had made a vow to myself, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. Maybe it'll just stop me or go away. But it hasn't gone away, so guess what? Mm -hmm. Now we'll talk about it. And mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about it until no one wants to hear about it. Wow. Thank you for doing I really, I found I found that that really comforting about, you know, because um, I don't want to say that I question, I don't question my faith, but you just, you know, you, you know what I mean? You have those times where, I don't know, am I, you know, the things that I, the that things I that I've experienced, you better believe I've questioned yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I do. Um, and then, so that was really, really comforting. Wow. Um, and then it's, I, I do feel like you need to, you need to tell these stories because people, so many more people are abducted than what just I'm telling. You know, I went miss, I, I almost within a hair's breadth became a missing 411. And this happened five years ago. My little dog, Bobby, had put the recliner down, and he's a little dog anyway. He's half chihuahua and half shih tzu. And he was asleep under the recliner. So when he put that foot part down, he was trapped. Well, he just oh. continued to sleep. And it didn't matter how long we yelled and hollered for him. He wasn't coming. He was asleep. So we crossed the, the neighbor's fence line. Bobby takes a lift. He's going to go up to my father's pond because Max loves getting the water. <laughs> and he's going to look for him there. And I'm going to turn to the right. I'm going to go to my neighbor's pond, which is... Not far, three or four hundred yards, maybe, maybe five at the most. And then we'll walk around the pond, look for my dog, and come back. Well, I get up to the pond. Everything's okay. It's a very windy day. Um, it's very dark and overcast that day. There's a lot of traffic going up and down the road because it's a Sunday. And so everybody's getting ready to go to church that night. So you can hear all the traffic. And I walked up to the pond and I started about halfway around it and i noticed it was really quiet i mean just eerily quiet and i looked up at the trees and i could see the, the branches just beating like crazy just whipping just hard as they could whip and i looked down at my feet and a frog had, had jumped up close to my toe i could see its little throat bubble out and bubble back in so i knew it just made a sound and it jumped into the water my foot was less than a foot from the water i didn't hear the frog hit the water there was this big stone right there in front of my foot so i kicked it into the water still made no sound and i freaked i said i'm in a truck because there was absolutely no sound nothing i couldn't even hear myself speak so i turned and instantly i heard a voice in my mind and it was the grandmother it was the old female sasquatch that's been with me all my life and she said it's a trap turn around back step backtrack stepping in every step that you made to this point to get out it's the only way don't miss a step and it did that's exactly how i got out when i stepped back over the drainage ditch then instantly i felt a really loud pop in both my ears and it was excruciatingly painful and it was so bad i had a little bit of drainage from bloody drainage in both ears for about a week after that oh my but gosh. then but then i could hear again i could hear the wind i could hear the traffic i could hear the birds screeching i could and i was like oh god thank god well i was almost in a safe shot 
and then instantly I felt like I was being flanked. You know, that feeling you get when you know you're being watched and you know you're in danger on both sides of me because I was on a very narrow deer path because by this time, a lot of the grass had gotten towards me. But I could hear something flanking me on both sides, pushing me toward the house, but I couldn't see what it was. And I knew it wasn't the Sass, it wasn't the Sass family. They weren't talking to me. By the time I finally get to the house, I'm a wreck. I really don't understand what's just happened to me. Okay, did do I have missing time? Did they take me? No, because I couldn't hear anything. I was literally in a trap. My husband grabs me and shakes me. He said, where the hell have you been? I said, I just went to the pond. Let me tell you what happened. He said, you've been gone almost two hours. I was ready to call the law. I've already walked over that pond three times, walked around it, and you were not there. Yes, so I was. I was there. To this day, I have a constant ringing. It's like a a piercing vibrational hum. Now, here in both my ears, sometimes it's high, sometimes it's low, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's the same in both ears, sometimes it's it's altering itself, sometimes it gets really, really annoyingly loud, and then sometimes it just gets really, really dim. But when when I'm being defiant and and uncomplicit, it's really bad. It's, it's all I can do to hear myself think, much less focus on someone's conversation. But I think I think that I walked in through a vortex or a portal. And I really do believe that's what happens to a lot of people that go missing mm-hmm. that that is reported as as four and one missing. Is they did not know how to escape it. I have oh. helped. I had oh. to watch help me. But the others they wouldn't oh wow and i tell you right now a lot of the missing 411 that you never see back or you just get them back and they're half clothed or they're naked um they've been experimented with and played with by Mm. ets it's it's ets don't blame it on dog man don't blame it on sasquatch even the ones that are forced to work with them it's them okay and they have help you know, so you think that they make the dogmen um, work with them also, you I, feel like? I don't think it's the dogmen. It's, it's one or the other. It, they don't do it willingly. And um, it's not just the ETs to do it. They mm-hmm. uh, There's other powers at play that, that want it to seem like it's only the ETs doing it, but they're helping. You know, red, white, and blue, what can I say? Yeah, yeah. Myself, you know, wow. red, white, and blue all the way. Um, Laurie, Laurine, or I'm just Lauren. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. I, we need, I need to figure out how to, cause that bugs me when I, when I see the little, um, like the little accent, do you know how to pronounce it? Grizzly? When I see that over her name. Uh, and it, uh, Lauren. Uh, it okay. All right. Okay. And I'm sorry if that's anyway. Um, she, she made it interesting. Um, well, first of all, she said, if you can see this, uh, Jennifer, she said it gives her, gives her comfort knowing that her parents are in a beautiful place. And that's amazing. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. But then she said, um, yeah, I um I wonder if wait where did it go? Oh, wait, go down a little bit. Oh, you can just say Lauren. She said, okay. Oh, wait, I can do that. Okay. Um, I wonder if the female one that helped you out is it related to you? Because she was from an egg that was taken from one of your family members years ago. But that was a Sasquatch. You said that helped you. Yeah, it was right. a Sasquatch that helped me. Yeah, okay, she so calls that- me sister. She calls me little sister. Okay, um, she's right. the old female uh, grandmother. I call her. Her name is Asia. Um, okay. She's the one that helped me. And she's been in my life all of my life. Okay. They do have human genetics. It's very possible. It's oh, very, very okay. possible that we're genetically related. Wow. You know, like my great grandmother was 
uh, born in 1879. You know, she's the one that had the dreams and she saw the, she called them the little people because she was a Chippewa and they just called them the little people. But she would describe to my father, and he was listening to her avidly as a child, that it was little greys. It's the greys that she was talking to. And she How, was to them as little people. What size were they, would you say? Do you have, have you? Daddy said that she always described them about three and a half or four feet tall because Nanny, I say I'm five feet. Well, Nanny was only four foot 11 and about 90 pounds soaking wet. So, yeah. <laughs> so her, she said, it's a little bit shorter than I am. So oh, they had been about four feet. All right. Um, Kath had, had asked, uh, does the noise vibration change when the Bigfoots come around compared to just visitors? Mm -hmm. okay. It's a different frequency, but I can tell it's them because it's a pleasant feeling and it's a pleasant sound and it, it makes you feel relaxed. Now, wow. when, it's, when it's the other visitors, the ones that I don't want to, to tangle with to begin with, then it's, it's fluctuating between both ears and it's a very high, high pitch. So it's mm -hmm. very annoying. And it's letting me know, okay, danger's close. Okay. Wow. And it makes me wonder, well, was it deliberate? Did they do this to my ears deliberately? Did they do something to the bones behind my ears, you know, to, to cause this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know that after that happened, that the mind speak got really, really strong with between me and the SAS clan oh. that are here. So was it, was it actually a gift? Yeah. Yeah. If it was a gift, I think it would shut up every once in a while. Mm. But it doesn't. Um. I haven't heard a what? <laughs> no, I've been quiet. I've been really quiet. I'm, I'm reading everything. It's just like, wow. <laughs> That's yeah. what she said last time. She's like, was 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 Grizzly, like, was he mad at me or bored or something? I'm like, no, I think he was just like. I'm watching all the comments. <laughs> Keeping up with everything and people's texts, be like, "What in the world?" I'm like, "I know." <laughs> and yeah. you know, everybody so, about orbs and Bigfoot. Well, orbs and Bigfoot go right along with UFOs because anytime there's UFO activity, you see those orbs everywhere. You know, I was taking um, I was taking a bath several years ago, and for whatever reason, I had my camera laying right there by the bathtub. And I look up and see the most beautiful orb I've ever seen. So I take a picture of it, and it's literally violet in color, and it's moving. You, you can see the movement and all, and then instantly I heard in my head, happy birthday. I'm like, thank you very much. Whoever you are, you know, so they absolutely go hand in hand. It wasn't the SAS people that did this. The violet and the blue colors are more like with in connection with the elders. Um, these elders dress a lot like what you see people talking about the Fed the Federation or the Brotherhood of Federation or whatever, they're really tall in the silver or the blue body suits mm -hmm. with the long, okay, they dress just like that. Yeah. Um, wow. They have a, a metallic looking belt that they're wearing, it has utility, like a utility belt they wear around the waist. But if this is a Feder Bro Brotherhood of Federation, I don't want any part of them. Yeah. Because yeah. you just want to run as fast as you can. You know, people tell me, well, well, I want to go outside and I want to psychically connect with the UFO. I said, well, you go right ahead, but you go about 10 miles down the road and don't be thinking about me when you do it. Talk about my uh, paranormal activity in my studio. I'm still shaking up and I don't need sleep. I'm still shaking up what happened last night when y'all yeah. wasn't on the show. What happened? 
Uh, ask Barb. Okay, well, we were talking it. about, um, should I say the words? There were a couple words. I don't that, care at this point. Yeah, I'm done. I'll just say it. Uh, yeah. We but were I'm talking not about um, Dog Man, I think, at the time, right? Was the, was the and then. Um, Oh no, no, no. Oh no. Kath was the, yeah, she had called in and, and was helping us. Um, yeah. Helping us figure out what happened anyway. So we're just, just he and Chris and I just discussing and, and Grizzly saying, well, biblically speaking and something about dogmen and then the gates of hell. Some people think they just come right out of the gates of hell. Right. When he said that it was like, it like, let me see if I can, it was like, <laughs> and we're like, Studio and the happened? <laughs> it scared the living jeeves out of me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought I did. Yeah, I thought maybe earthquake. But you know what was weird? And I um it, it is I looked. Where's your? Oh, see his um his little. Is it like an iPad that you have, Grizzly? Like yeah, I got an iPad right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying. So, I Over here, rock a monitor live show. Right. Another yeah, I could see that. But right after it happened, very well. About the waist. And I'm like, wait, what is that on your? It looked like a picture. It was like pictures of all his dolls, but there was one prominently. And I'm like, what? Why do you? I said, who's that? And then he said, oh, that's, what What do you mean? And then he's like, wait, wait, what, what? And then he got scared. I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, what, 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 what? I said, no, no, no. It's not scary. Because <laughs> you probably thought it was the first thing. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, on my show. Tell me now. Tell me. Don't hold it. And so everybody's like, what in the world? You know, <laughs> into your show, for sure. <laughs> Showing you what they could do, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So we don't, yeah. So yeah. anyway, um. Oh, I was at Cherie's years ago. It was right before I moved, helped her move. And her husband had passed away. And uh, I'm standing in her house was so haunted. It was scary. And I'm standing in her in her dining room. But there's also a computer table fully set up with computer, uh, stereo, uh, printer, the whole nine yards. And there's a huge double window just directly in front of the computer. I'm standing there looking at these two huge, gigantic, golden eyes. So wow. I'm Oh, yeah. And it was, okay, it was at least nine feet off the ground where the eyes were. And I said, hello. And I just heard a, a, a laugh. Well, I knew it wasn't, then it wasn't one of the sass. It was one of the beings that haunted this area. And then I heard a snarl. And then this whole computer system, this table and all, started levitating. And it levitated up and back on the ground, and up and down, and up and down, up and down, just like this, with everything still on it. Coming a good foot off the ground. Shree comes flying down the stairs from her bedroom. What in the blank is going on? I said, it's okay. It's just this fool right here trying to scare me. And I looked at the window. I said, is that all you got? Because you damn <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm immune to it. I would have cut the feet on you right away if you would have said that. <laughs> I'm immune to it. I've been seeing ghosts and orbs and, and beings from other wherever all of my life so it's nothing this doesn't frighten me and as long as you're not afraid they have no power over you 
your your fear oh, whether it's alien whether it's dog man whatever it is fear okay. feeds it so don't right. feed, don't feed the pooch don't be fearful and i didn't mm -hmm. i just sit there and said i just crossed my arms and said hey, is that all you got you ain't got me yet <laughs> I'm not and challenging I heard whatever. A, I heard a <laughs> yeah, I, I love it too. Yeah, I, I love I love her temperament. Her Southern there, temperament. There's no well, I've been in the light, you know, so all fear left me alone. You know? Yeah. What that's gonna be is gonna be what they, they're gonna do what they want to do. They have power over me because they're they're stronger, more powerful, more more mentally adept at, at doing what they do. The technology is a thousand years ahead of ours. So all I can do is laugh at them and be as uncompliant as possible because i'm a southern girl you wanted me to be complicit and compliant you should have me born somewhere <laughs> on another country somewhere where they still veil their women okay and make them be silent because this one's not gonna be quiet yeah <laughs> sorry buddy you didn't try to yeah. kill me how many times and it hadn't worked yet well, don't know what to tell yeah. you <laughs> so you definitely don't scare me moving the computer table up and down and up and down and up and down. I mean, stuff was falling everywhere off this table. It was coming a good foot off oh the my It was just boom, boom, boom. Wow. And he just knew he was going to frighten me. And I was just like, good try, buddy. But nah, what? Is that all you got? Teresa, well, I don't believe in you, you crazy fool. You know, oh funny thing is, I said, I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> That's so great. But you will back me up. I have a witness to this. <laughs> so, um, if, if um if somebody is i don't know you know there the awareness is let's let, all right let's just say i'm just going to set some you know set up a situation like if i'm um i don't know laying in bed and then i see like oh my gosh it looks like it's a you know a, a tall white or whatever like coming to me or whatever is there anything i can do to stop that no okay nope no amount of rebuking revoking okay. no amount of signing no amount of holding up that light and pushing back Mm -hmm. because they'll walk right through it they're yeah. using technology and we're using our, our mental abilities and our faith and our love and that energy that we generate as human beings and their technology just just okay. blows it out the water so no yeah. there's not if they want you they've got you and okay. they will instantly control your fear with a touch mm. and you you won't be able to move you may not be able to speak you still be able to see what's going on but your fear is completely gone because they have taken it and they have made it laid rest and then they do whatever they want to do wow but no yeah. and if you think that you're able to refute it in the name of jesus mm -hmm. and go right there and hold your hand up to that dog man or that alien they're probably just gonna flatten you it don't work that power and i'm i'm a god-fearing person okay i love god i've been in heaven i've been in that light i know i'm going back so for me to say that, for everyone to hear, I probably make a lot of people mad, but it don't work. Mm -hmm. Believe me, I've done it. Yeah. We've all done it. And they just like, mm. you know, and it's not mm -hmm. that they're evil. They're scientific. Mm -hmm. It's like scientists and engineers that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And their, their mentality is a thousand years advanced over ours. Their technology is even beyond that. Mm -hmm. So nothing faces them hmm. yeah they don't they have the answer, I guess, to that they don't yeah. fear god because i think they think mm -hmm. they are gods but mm -hmm. they don't fear god so if they don't mm -hmm. fear that rebuttal it mm -hmm. won't work you can't you can't save your life yeah. you might save your soul mm -hmm. 
not you your can't. physical physical life yeah. by doing that with mm -hmm. um save your soul though i guarantee you that so holy water then lauren that is asking no that's not gonna yeah um kath had asked um how do you cope with the mass trauma um you know like one rape etc um and is bad enough how do you cope with the trigger sorry it's a heavy question yeah i know it's a heavy it's it's it goes back to if you give in to the pain of it or or fear or if you hold on to the energy that that incident created then they have control of you and that's why they do it it's a type of manipulation you know i will hurt you as much as it is it's until you fear me until you comply well you'll never make me fear you have to it it takes a mindset you just have to mentally say i forgive you for this i release it I let it go. I will not hold on to this and let it go. Let it flow away from you energetically. Just let it flow away. Because if you hold on to the pain and the anger and the rage and all those negative emotions that what they've done to you is caused, then it gives them full control of you on every level, mentally, spiritually, and physically. So you have to, every night, and I do it every night, I forgive all of you for all of this and everything that you have done. And I release it in the name of God, wow. I release it and let it go. Tomorrow is a new day. And just, you have to let it wash over you and wash away from you. Because if you hold on to it, and I know for women, it's hard for us to let go of being assaulted, mm -hmm. being hit, being raped, being molested, being abused. But you have to, because if you hold on to it, they feed on it. And it makes them stronger and it makes you weaker. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I can tell you to do is release it mm -hmm. and let it go. And, and I know it, it doesn't, it's not easy to do. It's taken, I'm 57 years old. It's taken me. It took me 40 years to learn that lesson, not yeah. to hold on to, because if you hold on to it here, okay, mm -hmm. this controls your body. It's right here. When I woke up in that car wreck, the doctor said, you will never walk again. You may never use your right arm again. You probably will never speak again. Three days after they told me that, I got up and walked out of that hospital room and went outside and sat down in the sun. Don't tell me I can't do something. I'll show you by God I can't. That's just me. Mm -hmm. But wow. if I had held on to those thoughts, of what those negative thoughts that the doctors had just had given me in the moment, I may still be in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I would have believed what they were telling me. I refused mm -hmm. to believe it. That's the same way with these entities that I deal with on a constant basis, and we argue a lot because I'm like Aries. You know, I'm just not going to be pushed. You don't put this baby in a corner and not expect me to come out fighting because this little baby going to come out fighting. Yeah. First. <laughs> yeah. No matter what they do, I have to go back to that moment when I had to retrain because this controls the body. This controls mm -hmm. everything. So you have to control this. Yeah. And in order to control this, you have to learn to let go of the things that they're trying to use to control you with. And that mm -hmm. is pain and trauma and abuse, physical mm -hmm. abuse, mental abuse, mm -hmm. everything that they do. And the only way I can tell anyone to survive it is to release it. 
Every night when you go to sleep, say tomorrow's going to be a new day. It'll be a better day than today was. I forgive you for what you have done, and I release this. And I lift, wash this energy off of me. Yeah. And the next day would come around and it would start right back again. And I would just continue that cycle no matter what they did, no matter what they broke, no matter how many came at me. And it wasn't just mental attacks. It wasn't just spiritual attacks. It was full on physical attacks. Mm -hmm. and it still happens to this day. Um, Gosh. And Barton is absolutely correct when he says they're radioactive because two years ago, I can send you a picture of me. I weighed 110 pounds sucking wet all my life. Now, it's been a, a, for the past three or four years, it's been an onslaught of attacks from them, and I have blown up like a whale, but it's my thyroid. Oh. And what caused, what affects the thyroid? Mm -hmm. Radiation, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, He's my like, gosh. Every time he posts about that, I'm, I'm, I'm going right back at him. You're absolutely correct, buddy. Mm -hmm. if you only, mm -hmm. All of them are. They, they carry that cosmic radiation because the way they travel in those portals apparently affects them and they bring it through with them. So oh. with me being constantly attacked, well, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's this right here. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, but you, you, it is the hardest thing for a human being to do, especially a woman is to let go of being assaulted, mm -hmm. whether it's a physical strike, being beaten, yeah. being raped, you know, mm -hmm. Yep. If yeah. you hold on to it here and don't release it here to the heart and let it go, it will take full control of your life, full control of you. That's what they want. They feed on that energy. They feed on the fact that they can make you so fearful that you look at them and you pee yourself. So the, the key, the only key to surviving this nightmare that I have found is my free will and my dogged determination to be very inconsistent mm -hmm. and just let it roll off like this. as my grandfather used to say like roll off me like duck rolls off a back you know water rolls off a duck's back yeah it, roll off me yeah. let it go tomorrow's gonna be a better day mm -hmm. and you'll wow. wake up stronger and you will you will wake up stronger because they will realize no matter what they do they're not going the only way that they're going to ever shut me up is take me out and that's the only way <laughs> at this oh. point i'm so angry with them for everything that they have done yeah yeah no. yeah um lauren said yeah it's hard to let go of things but if you hold on to it your life will be filled with despair yeah that's exactly that's... they feed on despair you know, shadow Great. beings they go right along to ets mm -hmm. because a lot of these ets travel interdimensionally you know and the shadow the shadow beings or what uh, ancient people called demons or demons, you know, are basically one and the same. They're just oh. coming up from another reality and they're using these portals to travel through and they attack us. They attach to our life. You have our those, life. you have experience with those. Yeah. With the shadow people mm -hmm. in your house. Sure do. I sure do. Yeah. And it's just a fear tactic. It's just a, a fear tactic that they use to try and invoke fear. But my husband's just like I am. We've experienced so much. And and he has always had a, a very open third eye, just like mine. So he's able to see it, too. And he just sits there and tell him to get out of the house. Mm. No fear, no animosity, no anger. Just get out of mm -hmm. our home. Leave my wife alone. Get out. So they've come up against two. And he's a Taurus, so he's got horns, too. Yeah. So both of them are just stubborn. 
Deborah. Now, what frightened me is when my son came over and my daughter-in-law, and they said, okay, the my two granddaughters said, there's a ghost been trying to hurt them. And I said, well, describe the ghost to me. And they it's completely described an entity that I knew was had been hanging around. Oh. And I said, here's her name. I know that one's name. I said, you call her by the name. And you tell her specifically, I said, stay away and call her by her name. That it is forbidden. That y'all are protected. So that stopped. And it only happened on two, on two occasions that I know of. Because I was lucky enough to know what this entity's name was and tell my son and daughter-in-law what to do. It stopped right then. Um, oh, wow. But that's terrifying for me. You know, I'll take all of it. Just leave my son and leave my grandbabies alone. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, I can look out my front door and see their house. The only thing separating us is a creek. So I set up all kind of energy boundaries and, you know, you name it, I've done it. Rocks, sage, feathers, you know, I've even thought about having a priest come out, you know. Well, I've done everything I can to keep all of that on this side and away from them. Yes. But it's yeah. been an absolute nightmare, an absolute nightmare. For me, especially, um, it's been a nightmare for my husband, especially with his niece. And, uh, you know, it put him out of work for a year when he was oh, already goodness. he was already retired. So he was getting his Social Security, but he was still working three days a week to pay for his beloved Harley. He loves to ride. Mm -hmm. we, we both love to ride bikes. Mm -hmm. And that's that's been my saving grace is being able to ride and get away because I love I've always loved to ride horses and bikes. And uh, we both have Harleys and we get out and ride. But then oh. we have to come home. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Wow. And I have great pictures of those little demonic demonics, I call them. Well, I greatly I appreciate you coming back. I really do. Thank you so much. That's that's a lot. It really is. Yeah. We really didn't even touch the iceberg on this, but no, it, 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 it is. Yeah. So no, now you. If you'd have been on the show last night, you 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 probably have been like everybody. You uh, this this would have been you. You okay? <laughs> I didn't go back and watch last night's show just to, just to catch yeah, it. I mean, See, oh my lord! Yeah, <laughs> oh, <wow>. it was weird. <laughs> I, they were definitely trying to freak him out by pulling up the page with the dolls. So, I mean, that's oh. that's different. See, uh, yeah, that's, that's what that's I. Deliberate, that's a little uh -huh. deliberate. Maybe they knew I was going to be on here today. Maybe. Well, <laughs> I'm still shaking up about it. So. <laughs> I, I've tried to keep it quiet until just today. I wouldn't tell anybody, but just a few people that it was going to be your show that was on today. Because all I've heard for a week is don't do this. You know, my, <laughs> my, my hopes, my mental thing of all for two weeks has been don't do this. And I'm just like, watch me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh I'm my doing God. this. Wow, that's what you're gonna do. You can't stop me. Not let you come yeah. down here and shoot me. Oh Lord, <laughs> don't say that. But no, but thank you so much for oh yeah. You will definitely have you back on again. So yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Right. We'll I have, I have, uh, you're we'll, gonna definitely we'll, see for yourself uh your pants by laughing. I'm actually going to entertain, entertain myself tonight. Watch it. Just yeah. so I <laughs> it was, you know what? It was ironic when, when we went back and watched it, it was like, Oh, whoa. like, wow. Wasn't it creepy? 
Grizzly because it's like, oh, I didn't, watch it. I didn't go back and watch it. I don't no. no, when you, you didn't want to watch were, it, the, no, the same way of what of you what you were talking about was like, oh my gosh, like ta- I mean, the timing was perfect. That was what was they did not want. You know, you talking about him freaked out for a reason. Someone did. Call me a red. Yeah, I am a red. So I did not. I had to check my drawers after the show. <laughs> okay, that does it. That seals it. I'm watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I just sat there. I just sat there, and I'm like trying to look around real slowly, like. What the hell was that? And everybody's like in shock. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, we're good, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Right. Now dogs barking. Yeah, great. Now we got more activity, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, you saw me look around. Yeah, it's like cats. Like, don't say, don't say, no. And, and, and she's giving us initials. <laughs> don't say. What the hell is that, cat? Tell us, all right? <laughs> Ain't it? What the hell are you talking about? So it took us a minute to comprehend what word she's talking about. You know, mm-hmm. what we were talking about. What did we say, cat? Mm-hmm. And she and her little pendulum was like, <laughs> I, had to, I had to show them on the phone and on, on the camera, didn't I? How yeah. her pendulum was like, it was yeah. like a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's on her jazz. <laughs> Lauren, I'm glad. Yes, yeah. You and my holy water pressure washer thing. You cracked me up. I've tried. Yeah. I've tried holy water. I've tried everything you can think of. Holy water makes it worse unless you are persistent with it. I had gotten. The, uh, I was three or four times a week at one point. At one point, I was doing it every day. I had this anointing oil out last night and this morning. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I looked on my forehead, on top of my head, on my arm. <laughs> I thought about bathing with it, with the washcloth, ladies and gentlemen. And this stuff is not, not cheap, ladies. This stuff comes from Jerusalem. So, Yes. I mean, I even, I mean, I thought about getting out my 75 crucifixes that are blessed and putting them all over my bed and laying on them. I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. have. <laughs> oh, you now. I have done that. Oh, Jesus. See? <laughs> that was like what happened last night. <laughs> and poor Chris, you know, Chris is like, you ain't gonna believe what happened to me last night. Cat, somebody slammed the door in his house, cat. And he was telling me today he went to his daughter's like, What are you doing? She's like, What are you talking about, Dad? And he's like, What'd you do? Well, I don't know what he's talking about. She's like, you didn't hear that? And his daughter's like, Hear what? And then he was like, We hear so that door slamming here. You know, and we'd be in the one room and all the way at the end of the house, you hear wow. And it's not something hitting the outside of the house. You can tell it's actually something slamming a door inside the house. So we get a lot of that too. It's just yes. like, hey, no. we're here. Okay, she forgot. Yeah, it's just their way of saying hey. So why is your dog barking? I'm curious now. I think maybe he hears my husband. Let me see if my husband's home. Oh that I'm getting nervous again. 
Yeah. <laughs> my husband's truck out there, so I'm going to move to the back okay. bedroom. Okay. Okay. All, right. All right. All right. I'm going to let everybody go. Uh, that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. yeah. It was just my husband. All right. There we go. Well, I can wipe the dogs a little bit. I get my. Right. No, get you're my fine. Everybody, everybody's getting worked up. We're talking about things. Cats probably getting. Yeah. <laughs> no, please, Grizzly, don't say it. So, yes. Taking a shot. I was getting ready to drink the whole damn bottle today. <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's going to make me run to the bathroom or not. It probably would. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. But yes, uh, Grizzly Becky's behind me. Great. Oh. I, I love it when she tells me crap like this. <laughs> uh, Kat uh, took all night to calm down. Didn't really work. I know. She was really upset last night. Um, she was grabbing her chest. I was like, yeah, great. Yeah, poor Kat. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. And thank you again for coming on the show, Jennifer. Always lovely. I enjoyed it. Uh, Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Harv and, and let her know thank you. It happen and yeah, and watch it. Have fun. With yeah, her. yeah, and we yeah. And so. I have I have a little thing that I want to talk to you about, Jennifer. Like a little thing that a little I think we get a cute idea of her show. Like a yeah, so or fun, very maybe, but. <laughs> what do you mean? No, you and I were talking about it. Remember? Yes. No, I don't remember. We were, we I don't were talking remember. about it. Oh, about no, the call no. about having open like open mic. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I thought you meant about the other stuff. Well, I don't know. No, no. No, okay. no. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. But ladies and gentlemen, coast to coast around the world. Uh we'll see you on the next show. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye Jen. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you.